Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. Uh, We got a pretty short episode this week. You know, we're going to keep it nice and focused on uh, the two showcases from these past weeks. So the State of Play from Sony uh, from last week and then this week's ID at Xbox showcase. Uh, Definitely a ton of games to talk about, but I'm going to introduce my other guests here. or Not guests, sorry. The other host, a co-host. Duh. Anyways, I'm Black Ice, joined by my co-host, Goopmaster Flex, a.k.a. Manny. What's up, bro? Good enough. Stay gooping. He stays Stay gooping. gooping. Maybe he's pooping, too. It's balls. Before show, before show. You don't want to know <laughs> this, It's nice, it's nice outside. It's balling ball ball season, guys, yo. You know, out I was here, just about to say that. Out here in the Northeast CT. 60 degree days for like the whole week, pretty much. We good, we chilling. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, remember, we are in New England, and yeah, um, watch the snow next week. Yeah, you know, watch yeah, the snow yeah, exactly. next week. Some <laughs> crazy shit. I'm so I'm totally here for some ball. Y'all need to let me know what's good with that. Yeah, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. I haven't played ball in like three years. I'm break something. Let's go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Well. That that uh that leads me into introducing you, Chris. So, uh, Mr. May twenty fifth, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, good, tired, but I'm good. I'm good, y'all. Ready to talk about some games, man. We are ready cool. to talk about some games, Chris. And of course, you know, we're talking about the weather. You know, we're just gonna dive straight into what what, what people are here for. You know, they wanna they wanna hear your icebreaker for this week. And I heard you got a pretty good one. So, what's good? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a simple one. Uh, this week, y'all. I don't know, but. Let me preface this one a little bit for you guys. I don't know if this is a thing with anybody else, but for me personally, I tried to get this to happen for years, man. Like I, I tried so many times. Like, hey, you wanna, you wanna do this, and it didn't work. So, anyways, um, icebreaker for this week would be if you were to try to get your parents into gaming, right? Um, what game would you try to use to hook them? You know, because like I feel like it's so difficult to even do that. Because you know they're from a different generation. A lot of them don't care for this kind of stuff. Even though I feel like so many of them would actually love some of it if they just tried. <laughs> but a lot of times with the you know some folks from that generation, they don't even want to do anything with technology, and it's just it's I don't know. But anyways, again, if you had to pick a game to to get your parents involved in gaming, what would it be? Um, for me personally, my mom is a huge, huge horror movie fan. Mm. Like, huge. To the point where she, back when a Hollywood video and all that shit was still around, damn, we old. But <laughs> showing age with that I, one. I miss old, bro. Right? My mom was that person... You know when you walk past certain racks of movies in them stores, you'd be like, yo, why would anybody ever rent this? This shit look horrible. My mom coming back with a stack <laughs> of F-tier Hollywood horror movies from God knows what studio. And she sits there and she watches them and she's, oh, these are so bad. But you keep buying them, right? I don't understand. Anyways, so for years, I'm like, yo... I really wish I could get her into Resident Evil because I think she would love these games. I really, really do. She reads all these books. She watches all these movies. I got my mom into anime. I got well, she kind of was into anime on her own, but all this nerdy stuff. She, you know, she's into a lot of it. But 
I could never get her to like actually sit down and and and, and try to at least see if she could get into Resident Evil. Or any kind of horror game for that matter, because I just it's another kind of experience. When I tell you this woman's watched almost everything under the sun horror wise, I think maybe short of like hostile and stuff like that, because at some point people just look at that as like gore shit yeah. or whatever. But mm-hmm. um I don't think she likes that type of shit, but almost everything else you could think of this woman has watched. So I'm like, man, I just wish that I could get her with that game. The problem is getting her to actually pick up the controller. It's not necessarily getting her with the game. Because I know if she actually tried, I think it would work. Resident Evil would do it, bro. I don't think Silent Hill would do it. I think Resident Evil, especially some of these normal ones that you guys rave about, mm-hmm. I think they would do it. But my getting her to turn a console on and actually <laughs> sit there and play a game, though, is like, she has no interest, man. And it's like, damn. But that would be the, the best game I think that would work, mm-hmm. you know. Um I can't think of anything else. Uh, yeah, it has to be something horrible related, I guess. She's not playing Destiny. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, they're... For a fact. <laughs> that's like a... Yeah, that's... I mean, I hate to say this, but, like, Destiny is almost like a very niche thing. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It has mass appeal in certain aspects, but then when you get down to, like, some of the loot stuff, like, it's... Yeah. Trying to tell my mom how to grind a god wolf? Nah. Bruh. <laughs> Nah, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Ma, Ma, that's not the right role. Don't masturbate. <laughs> Give you a <laughs> Oh, God. Trying to explain that to anybody already is kind of a, a headache right, exactly, as it is. So, exactly. yeah. yeah. If you're not versed in that world. Yeah. All right, Manny, what about you, man? What you got? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's hard to pick. I feel like... Especially nowadays, like how gaming is more complex compared to how it was back then, how it was more simple. I know my dad actually used to be a big Grand Theft Auto fan. I mean, he still kind of is really like, so I, I mean, that would be too easy though. I even though I would just be like, here, dad, play Grand Theft Auto 5, you're good, you know what I'm saying? Because I got 10 years worth of content. But <laughs> um, if I had to choose overall, I feel like. Have you guys like ever played those Jackbox games where it's just like a bunch of different mini games that you play? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like if we were to play like those Jackbox games, I feel like they would definitely get hooked because like they're really good like family games. And since I do have like you know two other siblings plus my parents, I think like it would be like a good family night kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like that would kind of get them like into more like oh you know this is you know maybe gaming isn't as bad you know what I'm saying like and then maybe they want to pick up another like. Family friendly kind of game, and then who knows? Been the Horizons. Okay, I enjoy those Jackbox yeah. games. Like, <laughs> like I remember when COVID started. Like, what does it call? Uh, we did like a couple Zoom calls of just like, just like everybody just playing the Jackbox games, or just like going around doing random games. And like I said, it's it a pretty good time if you uh, you know have the right people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh. <clears throat> party, you can't go wrong with party games, man. Like Mario Party mm-hmm. and oh yeah, and all that type of stuff. It's great. Mario Party and friendship stuff. <laughs> I'd say Smash. Smash ends friendships. Mario Kart might end friendships. Mario Party. What do you mean? Hey, you might want to choke somebody. <laughs> like you, those mini games, you're going against each other unless you get those like team ones. But like, and when you're in the end and you're just like fighting for those stars and yeah. you got to do whatever you need to get those stars. <laughs> Especially what yo, I hate like this was like Mario Party Five. Mario Party Five was like one of my favorites. 
but I hate it in the end when they give you like those stupid bonus stars. Like you can have like a three star lead, and then they'll come out and always say, "Oh, the most tiles walk." Yep. Bing, 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 and then like you know I lose because of that. And I'm just like, "Yo, really?" That's part of the game, though. You know, you gotta play the whole game. <laughs> it is, but like you know what I'm saying. Um, I mean that that's that's the strategy to it. So that's that's part of things why I love about Mario Kart. All right, for my answer though. It's going to be complicated because my parents are weird about media in general. I don't know how they raise like this like extremely pop culture focused kid because my parents don't really like too many things. Like my dad only watches the news. My mom only watches like HGTV and her like little soap operas. Um, although I think it'd be easier to get my mom into gaming because she's just kind of like interested in everything. And when I was younger, she really, really loved Tetris, like loved Tetris. She played that all the time on her phone and like wherever she could get it. She used to play my game boy playing Tetris anyways. I think, and this kind of goes for anybody to be honest. Like I think the perfect game to get just about anybody interested in gaming or just to like, kind of get their hands on the controller is it takes two. like whether it's a, uh, a spouse, you know, girlfriend, friend, whatever, like mom, dad. Like, I think that's like a really fun game. And there's so much of a co-op aspect of it, like them playing it with you, like kind of create like a a bonding experience. So I think It Takes Two is probably going to be my main answer. From my mom, though, knowing her, um, Beat Saber is like the perfect game. And I, I don't not like since you brought up the question, Chris, now I'm like, oh, maybe I should just have my mom play this game and like record it because it would probably be mad funny. My mom yeah. loves to dance, and um, she likes rhythm stuff in general. So, like, putting a VR headset on her and watching her do the little Beat Saber stuff would be mad fun to watch. So, I might have to, might have to pull that out. Yo, I think you gotta set them up playing it takes two as well. Because, <laughs> all right, so I'm not gonna hold you. When I came up with this question, your dad is like the first thing that popped into my head. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, I gotta know what he's gonna say for his dad. Because your dad's a very particular kind of dude. So I'm like. What no the, idea what, what my dad for him. I, shit, man. man. My dad's that's, mad that's weird. <laughs> Chris, Chris knows we had this. Ex- Chris helped me move some stuff a couple weeks ago, and man, my dad is he's he's a he means well though. He means well. He's great. He he's great. He's absolutely amazing. But <laughs> he's mad weird sometimes. <laughs> I I love him. I love him so much, man. He's he's so great, but. Yeah, he was stressing me out when we were trying to move that stuff. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. It was funny. Uh, me, uh, actually, I wouldn't even get into this because it's going to get into a rip. But whew, yeah, it was it was a funny day. It was definitely a funny day. Oh man! All right. Well, thank you for the icebreaker. Um, yeah, man. It's always it's a good one. So yeah, we're going to get into the main topic for the week. So it's the um, it's the two major showcases that are. They're both essentially indie showcases, even though PlayStation doesn't bill it that way. Uh, so the state of play that happened last Thursday, I believe it was. Um, so there was about, it was, I mean, it was only a 20 minute showcase. I think they only showed off roughly 10 games and whatnot. Um, so without going through each one, you know, I want to just go around the room and each of you just kind of talk about a game that that you saw that you were interested in or just your general thoughts on the show. Uh, so, Manny, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, um, the game that immediately, immediately caught my attention, of course, was uh, 
the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. Uh, just because I'm a huge JoJo fan, honestly, the anime is great. If you're into anime, I would recommend it if you haven't watched it yet. Um, but it looks pretty solid. And it's not like the other JoJo game that came out on the PS4, where it's like, you know, you're running around and you got to fight the person. It's more of like a traditional, like, side-by-side. Um, arc- not, I, I mean, I guess you could call it like an arcade fighter, or, you know, I probably will like take a lot of skill to like use combos and everything like that. So I'm excited. You know, we talk about fighting games need to come back, and you know, we got this one right here. I know a lot of people don't really like anime, but like, you know, this is a huge dub for like us anime uh, or people that like you know watch anime. So weebs. I want to. I want to call it weebs, but like weebs. You, you you don't want to dip your toe on you know something you can't come back on. That's all. You know what I'm saying? What you mean, bro? I you call know, him I it's just don't want you know. I don't. I just don't want you. You know, having these weaves come attack us in the comment section. You know what I'm saying, bro? I no one that I've this. ever met that's a weeb is like offended by being called a weeb. You are the only person I've ever met that's an actual <laughs> weeb that doesn't weeb, like being bro. called a weeb. Just because I like anime doesn't make me a weeb. I don't know, fam. You kind of weeby. You see me. You see me like doing all these weebish stuff like on TikTok, like oh, and so like no, get out of here with that. Look at Chris. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> I love. I Chris. got no comment. I got no. Comment. Oh god. You know but what? yeah, like anime stuff like that. But I ain't no like you don't see me like anime posters or anything like that. Yo, yo, what was on your phone again? Just, yeah, see this, the back of your phone. This is an. This has nothing to do with anime. See, really? Oh, okay. It doesn't I have to be anime that. for it to be weebish. You know what, Manny? Embrace it. You are, you know, you are weeb-esque. You are a weeb. It's okay. Like, that's, yeah, that's like, guess. dope. I mean, you know, I get it. We got to diversify the Expansion Back podcast because, you know, you got the two nice old gentlemen over here. And then you got the one young weeb. So. Ah, man. We were seasoned. Seasoned. Like fine wine? Wait, no, no, age like fine. No, no, no. See that that like no, salt no, 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 no. We're seasoned. Like salt bay. Yeah, we we we're we're uh what's the word uh we're marinated. Marinated. Oh, okay. Marinated and melanated. That's us. Double M. That damn. <laughs> Put that well, on a t shirt. Put that on a t shirt. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't call myself a weed though, you know what I'm saying? I mean like Bro, you're mad hurt about this. <laughs> no, because like <laughs> You know, when you paint a picture of weeb, that make me look like, you know what I'm saying? Oh. <sighs> Manny, you're like, I am you're an a... e-girl. You're like an e-girl. Hey, yo. <laughs> you're like an e-girl without being an e-girl. All right, guys, I'm putting in my two weeks in. <laughs> um, I'm tired of this mental abuse that I have to deal with every week. Oh, shit. Oh. I have no clue what he's oh, talking about. Oh, shit. I just feel sick. like I picture you, you know, like... I don't know. Moments away from cat ear headphones. Hell no. <laughs> That's where you draw the line? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't do anything, bro. Y'all just like... Y'all paint this All this picture. other bullshit and, and the cat headphones is what, what really sets you off. I'm, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, y'all paint this picture. In games. In games, I can see like, like, you know, it's like, it's like you're doing... It's like you're an artist doing like a, a portrait of me. 
But like you're drawing the wrong thing, yo. You're Man, drawing the wrong thing. You literally used an avatar in, in uh Warzone that had cat ears on. Exactly. You literally used that. Exactly. Can we get a close up <laughs> of that sweater, by the way? What's on that sweater? This is I don't know. Just, I got this for like no, ten bucks at I got this for ten bucks at uh what is it called? Burlington. But what's it say on there? You know, that's a good question. What's the symbols mean? What do they mean, Mason? You know, we'll have our translator go ahead and uh, transcribe this hoodie since. You know, I'm pretty sure a pixel can do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to do that soon since, you know, you guys want to get all technical. Oh, God. All right, we're going way off the rails here. So <laughs> Way off the rails. <laughs> so let's reel it back Pack Podcast, episode 65, Weeb Edition. <laughs> Just... Just the weeb corner, that like that Oof. that top right hand corner. That's the weeb corner right there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so JoJo's was yours on brand for you. Perfect, love it. Down for it. Um, Chris, what about you? Ah, shit, man. Hey, I got to keep it two fifty with y'all. I ain't seen that damn thing that got my shivers timbered or got my timbers shivered. You know what I'm saying. I didn't see shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, let me lie. Let me not lie. Forspoken, obviously, looks like a cool game. I thought it was cool from the first time we've seen it. Um, but I, I can't even get super excited about it because I don't know when the hell I'm gonna get a PS5. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. there ain't really much in this particular showcase that really kind of got me. Um, but I will say it's a little tiny mini rant. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like. Sony needs another big game. I, I think they need a newer big game because they haven't had one in a while. Like, and I'm, if I'm being really real, I feel like if they never hit with Horizon, it would this would be like a really really uh, weird situation I think for them because then they would literally have a couple games that they're you know riding with. And I guess you could say Ghost of Tsushima kind of is pushing itself into that type of mm-hmm. echelon, but it's still pretty new. I don't know. I just feel like. When you look at all the newer stuff that Microsoft has coming out, and then you look at some of the stuff that Sony has coming out, there's not too, too much on the Sony side of things that makes you go, oh, shit, this is coming out. And maybe they're just holding stuff to, like, reveal later or whatever, but I feel like there's a whole list of Microsoft stuff, and then there's only, like, a handful of Sony things that, like, are actually catching people like us, you know? Mm. Um, So, yeah, not really a rant, but, like, I don't know what y'all are doing. I, I, I feels like y'all should be churning out stuff a little bit faster in terms of some of these other big, big titles. Um, well, to be fair though, they did release Horizon and Sifu. Both of those games are game of the year caliber games. I will say, I will say. Um, but even then, do you think Sifu is going to push itself up into that upper echelon of things? Because like when I look at the upper echelon of what they have, it's like God of War. Last of Us, those kind of games. So, so okay. So, I guess, I guess, let's like define terms here, right? What exactly are you talking about? Are you talking about like first party franchises? Because Sifu is an indie game, but it just happens mm. to be PlayStation console exclusive right now. Right. So, like, are you just talking about like their franchises as a whole? So, are we talking about like Halo and Starfield and all that stuff? Like, like yes. first party franchises versus like a, a new else? more IPs, I guess you should say. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, they so, need. So if we go down the line, right? So what? They got Spider-Man, they got Wolverine, they got Uncharted, they've got Last of Us, they've got Horizon, they've got Ghost of Tsushima, they've got I mean they own 
the infamous IP. I don't know if they're going to do anything with that anytime soon. Mm. They own Siphon Filter. There's rumors they're going to drop Sly Cooper. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I would say their IPs are stacked. Well, I'm not saying that they don't have IPs. That's that's never been my argument. I know they have a whole bunch of shit, but I guess the argument is like, what are you doing with coming? each of them? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Because like, I, I know they got all this stuff. They got a lot of shit that I actually would be interested in. But like, I don't know, man. It just feels like they're 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 um, what's what am I what word am I looking for here? Their release schedule of things mm-hmm. seems so spaced apart. As opposed to what we get from Microsoft. Microsoft, it seems like they've gotten themselves into a really good groove of at least every couple months, you're going to get some kind of effort as in terms of, it could be an indie game, it could be a AAA title, could be something, but it's at least something for you to at least kind of be excited about. Whereas, it, I don't know, man, it just feels like the Sony side of things just is a lot slower. I don't know if that makes any sense. But. I still got to push back on that, though, because because there's two big games already this year, right? What's the biggest game Microsoft's dropped this year? Have they even dropped anything this year? Uh, I mean, dropped anything Shredder's so coming out yeah. tomorrow. That's probably the biggest thing they're going to tune it came out today. That's big. But like, I think most of their stuff is probably towards the end of the year, if I had to guess. Right. At least towards fall. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's I, mean, I feel like it's on the same page. Sorry, go ahead, Minnie. No, I was going to say, I feel like that's how it usually is, though. You know, it's the beginning of the year. It's like, I feel like two big time frames releasing games you got november well time frames as in i'll say september to november and then you got like february to like may you know what i'm saying like those are like the two big time slots and then everything goes is like all right e3 you got to build the hypes up for the consoles and the holiday season this that and the third um i mean like like we'll just say horizon for for now you know what i'm saying because like you know that's their first party game you know exclusive to playstation not on pc or anything like that and it's like it's a solid game released on the early beginning of the year and it's like now you got you know all this time to build up to play the game since there's nothing else kind of in the way except for like you know third party games like elden ring and you know dying light 2 and all that kind of stuff and there's like you realize, like, in the end of the year, you got God of War possibly coming out. It's just like, all right, you got the hype for that. Like, mm-hmm. Xbox, and, well, and then, like, you know, you say those are, like, high-tier quality games, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Horizon and God of War. And then, like, you look at Xbox, and, you know, what they're pushing is, like, since they have, like, the Game Pass platform, with all these idea Xbox games, you know, all, most of them coming to Game Pass, stuff like that, is like, you know, it's like a little bit more lower quality at first. I mean, we're going to get the higher end quality in towards the end of the year, but like, it's mostly just like, you know, more of that. Honestly, I view them as the same, man. I, I've i been personally been clamoring for more information from Microsoft, more information mm-hmm. from Sony. I feel like we really haven't seen much of anything, right? We got, um, uh, I mean, right now, all we're hearing is rumors, with the exception of the state of play and then this idea at Xbox stuff. But again, these are like, and I hate to say lower tier, but like they are smaller games, right? They're not mm-hmm. the, the the double A, triple, well, there's some of them are double A, but not like the triple A to quadruple A type of games that, you know, we're looking for. Now, with that being said, uh, God of War, there's a rumor that that's supposed to come out in the summer. It's possible. Seems unlikely at this point because we're already in the spring. We haven't heard anything about it. But Sony does have another state of play tomorrow. It's solely focused on that uh, Hogwarts game, the the Harry Potter 
game. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be a low-key hitter, bro. I do, too. I do, too. I think that's going to be low-key as hell. I do, too. Um, so, you know, that's another one of those things. Like, that's going to be a multi-platform game. But, you know, as far as just, like, getting the news out there. So, I think I think we've hit a point now where I think we might start to see a couple more showcases, some more games getting announced, like, you know, spring, getting ready for certain things that may release in the summer, that may release further down the road. I do think we're in, like, this weird period where – I don't think people wanted to announce things because they had the, you know, Sifu, Horizon, Elden Ring coming out. And I think since that time frame is starting to dissipate a little bit, uh, I think we're going to start seeing more stuff now in the spring. So I don't know. But I, I'm definitely I understand your point about PlayStation, though. They don't. It seems like lately they've tended to not talk too much about release dates and whatnot. I think it's probably because they got burned from having to push back God of War you know, having to push back this game, that game, so on and so forth. So I think that's why we've been seeing them go more silent and be more like, okay, well, you know, we we have an understanding of this game is going to release in three months or six months or whatever. So then we're going to hit you with a release date. Like they're they're giving more focused release dates closer to when the game's actually coming out as opposed to like telling us two years in advance because they've made that mistake, right? Like they showed off, what was it, Death Stranding? They showed that off for a good two years. People kind of got annoyed with it. Um, even though like it has this weird cl- critical acclaim, like I think it's kind of a niche acclaim though, but the game didn't sell as well, you know? So I think they know, they understand that there's a strategy behind it and that's why they're doing it that way. I think Xbox is taking a very similar approach too, because things seem to be getting pushed back and whatnot. I think initially they had to re- announce all the things that they were coming out with. So it's like, okay, you guys need to buy an Xbox Series X because Hellblade 2, Perfect Dark, Fable, uh, Forza Motorsport, whatever. Like, you know, they had to at least let you guys know what's coming, especially after they were buying all these studios and all the different stuff. So I want you to get into the ecosystem. But I think a lot of that stuff is getting pushed back too. Um, you know, there's rumors that Perfect Dark is in potentially development hell, which freaking yeah. makes me mm-hmm. very sad. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of directors have left. The game had to get rebooted, whatnot. I think that situations like that are exactly why Microsoft and Sony don't want to tell you too much about a game before it actually is ready to show so that you can avoid situations like this. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It sucks. And I, I definitely agree with you, Chris. Like I want to see more stuff, but I also have to give them the benefit of the doubt that when it comes out, it hits like horizon hits, Sifu hits, God of war hits, you know? So even though personally, like Xbox is my preferred platform, like I, you know, I have to real recognize real, like, they're good at what they do when they release the stuff. I don't like some of their business practices and whatnot, and I wish they had like a solid Game Pass competitor, but I have to give them better for the doubt that when they come out with something that they deem is showcase-worthy and not state-of-play worthy, it's going to blow everything out the water. So, Yeah, like their showcase, yo. Bro, I remember me and that Zoe's reactions were going sick. Like with Wolverine, <laughs> Wolverine Spider-Man's. Yo, we watched the Wolverine one. We're like, this they can't get better than this. And I swear the next one was Spider-Man's. Like, yeah. Yo, at first, at first when I saw electricity, I was like, are they bringing back Infamous? And then it was like, boom, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Venom's voice, Craven the Hunter. I'm like, bro, this shit is amazing. So yeah, they, they know how to put on a show and you know, we'll get that showcase in June or July or whenever. And then they'll still keep trickling their little state of plays. I'm excited for tomorrow though. I'm excited to see what this uh, Hogwarts game is about. So we'll see, you know, maybe we'll be talking a little bit more about that next week, but to jump onto my pick real quick and then uh, move on. 
So the, the two things that stood out to me, um, just to echo one of the things that you had mentioned, Chris was Forspoken. We didn't see too much new about it. Um, you know, got got a, a new trailer with a couple new angles and yeah, I guess a couple little story beats here and there. But I, I really like the way the game looks. It just looks like you're just going to yeah. be running around fucking tanking monsters and doing all a bunch of crazy stuff. So looks like a really cool game. I like that um, the the character model for that voice actress, like I've, like I'm familiar with her and like other movies and whatnot. It's just cool to see like that they've nailed that, um, like her model so well. Uh, but the other game is going to be Trek to Yomi, and it's it's kind of a cheat because this game showed up in both showcases. And to be completely honest with you, I'm going to play it on Xbox because it's going to be on Game Pass. But I have to shout out the game Trek to Yomi. Looks pretty dope, like a like a 2D side scroller version of Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, Honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, is this a sort some sort of like Ghost of Tsushima spinoff?" When I first saw it at the, the uh, State of Play, uh, yeah. I, but I, funny enough, we had seen that game before; like it had already been announced. So, like, I just completely forgot. And since I was seeing it at Sony sh- Showcase and expecting to see something new, I was like, "Oh, maybe this is something Ghost of Tsushima related." But alas, it's something a little different. Um, so excited to see that game. Glad it also popped up on the ID at Xbox Showcase. So. Pivoting over to that showcase, um, you know, it's like almost the polar opposite in a lot of ways, whereas <laughs> yeah. the, the state of play was 20 minutes long. The idea at Xbox showcase was three hours long. They showed off 20 games, so about twice as many as the state of play. But the thing that I liked about it, and I feel like this, there's probably a better way to structure this going forward because a three-hour showcase is... Eh, I don't know. You're obviously not yeah. going to keep everybody's attention for the whole time. And I also don't think that they expect to keep everybody's attention the whole time. I think they do it this way so that they can chunk these things up as like smaller videos to throw up on YouTube and whatnot. But I love that you didn't only get the trailers. You also got like interviews with the devs. You got actual uh, like full in gameplay with the host. Uh, One of the games that I was really excited about was uh, uh, Escape Academy. It's basically like an escape room style game, Um, but they like structure it in such a way that you're a character in a school that's like training you to escape escape rooms. And they also mentioned that there's going to be like a multiplayer element to it. Not only just like you sitting on the couch with a bunch of people trying to escape the escape room, but also like online multiplayer. So it looked really, really cool. And um, the hosts were actually on stream doing the, uh, the escape room together. So... You know, I found that was kind of cool. Like, I think that's probably something that, you know, we could do as like a, yeah, for sure. a, a let's Sounds play, all good. three of us, you know, getting in there. So that's one that I'm really excited about. And I'll, I'll get to the, the next one I'm excited about later on. But Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one here. What were the games that you were excited about? Um, well, I had two that really kind of stood out for me. That Flint Rock game, it's weird, though, because that game looked like it has high bus potential, like really <laughs> high bus potential. But there was something about that scene with the damn dog or Fennec or whatever the hell is walking around with that girl. Um, when, like, I guess there's, like, the zombies caught in midair and it's doing some mystical power thing to it. And I was like, it, I, I get fantasy kind of westernish Devil May Cry vibes from this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the direction is. I, I barely can even get anything from that trailer to kind of tell me anything about the story at all. But have you ever played Ashen? No, it's made by the same developers, and that game's pretty dope. 
um, uh, like good action RPG as well. So. Okay. Okay. Well, shit, it caught my eye. I'll tell you that much for sure. It definitely caught my eye. But the one that really, really got me was the immortality one because that's different, man. That that shit is crazy looking. Um, when I look at the live actors being in in a, an interactive video game movie type of situation. That's to me like almost the next level of what we kind of got with some of these Telltale games and some of these other type of games or whatever, mm-hmm. where you're kind of like telling your own story as you go because you got to pick this path and you get this, you pick this path, whatever. Dude, this is like, I don't know if I'll say it's the evolution because I still very much like that style of game. Like, I don't want that style of Telltale stuff to go away, but I do like this live action shit. Like, this shit is cool as hell, too, that they're doing it this way. Um, it, just seeing this alone makes me think of way, a lot of other ways they could do this in the future with different actors and uh, different... Oh, man, there's a lot of things they could do with so, this, man. With that being said, I think you should actually... Because this is actually the third game from this uh, particular developer. His name's Sam Barlow. I would go back. If you like that style of game, he has a game called Her Story and then also a game called Telling Lies. I know for a fact Telling Lies is on Game Pass, so you could just stream that. Like, I think I saw that. Yeah, you could. That's yo. That's another thing I just want to make mention to. Absolutely love that they're doing this with Game Pass, specifically on console. There's so many times where there's a game that like I'm not sure if I want to actually waste the space to download, and I could just stream that shit, and it's so dope. Just like oh, just yeah. hit, the, hit the little stream button, just hit play now. I don't have to worry about anything. Like that's a perfect game for that type of thing, right? Like it's. Yeah. You don't like you're not worried about input latency there. It's just like you know you're basically just scrolling through menus and like using your brain to figure out a mystery and like it's awesome. So I definitely recommend telling lies. You know, stream that if you can because if you if immortality seemed interesting to you, then those other games would definitely be up your alley. Yeah, I just hope it's actual like investigation because maybe that's just one of the things that like I didn't like about cyberpunk as much. You know, like how every time they give you one of those. uh the brain dance moments or whatever, where you gotta, gotta like go back and dissect it. It's way too linear and they kinda like guide you to what they want you to do within it. Yeah. It's it's not like uh you're not figuring it out for yourself, you know what I'm saying? So I hope that this is true detective work kind of stuff, man. Like let me really sit there and be stupid for a little bit if I gotta be stupid and figure it out when I figure it out. But don't give it to me. You know telling I mean? lies was yeah. wild though, because telling lies you literally just sat there with like what felt like hundreds of hours of video to just go through and try to figure out what the fuck happened. And it was like, there's, there really wasn't much handholding. There's like a search bar that you can go to. And it's like, okay, like if I want to search up that someone used the word trash in a video, then I get all the videos that, that the person used the word trash. But like, there was virtually no handholding. You just have to figure out the, the story on your own. It was, hmm. it was crazy. It was really crazy. So yeah, this, if if it's anything like telling lies, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be very in depth and nothing like <laughs> cyberpunk brain dances because that was yeah. Uh, yeah not good. Uh, yeah, that was yeah yeah. All right, Manny, what about you, man? What games are you excited about? Yeah, um, since we're on the subject of detectives, you know, um, one game that uh, actually caught my attention was Chinatown Detective, just because like the art style itself looked pretty dope. For like you know a big game got this like bright lights different colors and everything like that um you know it looks like a pretty interesting game 
where it's just like you play as a detective and you're just going around doing things, detective things, of course. Um, that's something I would probably like dip my toes in if if it wasn't Game Pass, but sadly it ain't one of the games that isn't. <laughs> um, and then the other one was um, I forget the name. Uh, there is no light. Yeah, when I when I first saw that, like even in the like first minute or not even like thirty seconds, where they show the, the dude talking to the other dude, and then like in the bottom of the screen, you see somebody getting like, getting stomped off, and I'm just like, yo, what, what's going on? Like, <laughs> oh, blood, bro. But like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like one of those like more serious kind of indie games where it looks like it might have like a deep kind of like story to it. They were saying how like there's like side quests that influences the actions of the game, gives you good rewards. You have like your good and bad karma and all that kind of stuff. And what you do, you know, affects the way the story uh, ends up in the end. And it's like, that's what I like about these indie games. You know, like they put their hard work and attention to like these small details where it's like, you know, like these choice making can affect the story and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty dope because, like, a lot of people don't see that since they are indie games, so they probably like, overlook it like most of the time, like, personally, me. Mm-hmm. But, um, they had the combat looked pretty solid as well. Um, you know, I like, I remember showing that little one scene where it's like, Zoo just got like flooded with all the, I think they call them cannibals, and they're just like, the way he was just using the combat and everything like that looked pretty dope. So like it looks like the combat's probably like more in depth uh than what they showed in the trailer. So it's definitely, you know, if it hits Game Pass one day, I'll definitely like to dip my toes in it. Or if I'm bored and I got the money, you know, I'll probably give it a try. I will say this. I think uh that Chinatown Detective Agency is actually in Game Pass. I was like doing a uh, quick search uh, uh, because I noticed it was a hub humble games game. And I'm I feel like I remember that uh Microsoft and Hubble Games had <clears throat> reached some sort of like deal where they were going to be releasing more games on Game Pass. So I double checked mm-hmm. it and the trailer at the end shows the Game Pass symbol. So I think you're good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cause like I know on the list they had, it didn't really like. Yeah. It didn't show up. Yeah. On the list. I'm surprised. But that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the. The Chinatown Detective one, I'm I'm like curious to learn more about though for sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you already mentioned there is no light, and I want to play that one, but I don't want to spend the money. So if it wasn't Game Pass, that. I'd play it. But the combat just looks dope to me. Like I don't know. Just so like, that's how it always is. Like it looks good, blood, but like bro. it's like you know we've been we all been there and like disappointed in the past, and we just don't want to go through it again. Yeah. Also, there's just like. Forget the money aspect, you know, there's just all these games are competing for time. Like, I'm still playing Elder Ring. <laughs> I'm still in there. I don't even know if I'm going to be. I, I guess I could beat it today if I like really sat down and, and tried to get into it. But like, I want to just continue oh, yeah. to enjoy so much more about that world. So like Elder Ring is just taking up so much of my time. And then uh, Grand Theft Auto, the, the next gen update came out. I loaded that up for like. 10 minutes and i was like bro this is insane it looks so good mm-hmm. I, I need to jump back in there um i still gotta try to beat horizon like it's it's more more than money or any of that type of stuff it's just time like it's just hard yeah. to get the time to do all that stuff um but one game i will be making time for for sure because it was uh it was in my opinion the highlight of the showcase and that's shredders that game mm-hmm. it just brings me back man it brings me back to 1080 snowboarding back in the day um oh man 
I, I just I have to play that. Like it's I think mm-hmm. it's available tomorrow. I'm about to pre-download that tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know next week how that is because it just looks beautiful. It just looks like a really peaceful game. Like it just load that up and just you know mm-hmm. do some tricks on the slopes and whatnot. Now now that y'all finally gave me my like 1080 spiritual successor, now I need my SSX. Like give me the SSX. Y'all gave me the the calm you know like realistic simulation snowboarding now give me that crazy stuff like give me the all the ea big nonsense that we had back in the day give me that uh, somebody i mean ea just, just give me a new ssx like, such a shame ea well like these franchises that they have the opportunity that they're wasting like bro you can bring back the streets or you know, like all these other games, and you're good, but like you're just sitting on these titles, and it's just like painful. The the thing about it, the thing that I don't think EA realizes, that's the one brand that they have in their pocket that they could actually milk the crap out of people for microtransactions, and people would be okay with it. Like imagine, imagine a SSX um, or NBA Street or whatever, any of these street games. And like mm-hmm. the cosmetic situation that you could throw up in there, right? Like, let's say you partner with you know different brands, like partner with Nike or I don't know, Bathe and Ape or just whatever it is, and like actually have all those those types of clothes and skins and whatever in the games and actually charge people money for it. It's so easy. That's like I mean, I, I'm assuming there's a reason why they haven't done that, but I'd have to imagine that somebody in their boardrooms are like, yo, this is an easy way we could just milk microtransactions like mm-hmm. why why are you no, not doing because they're, they're 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 relying on them ultimate team packs but why not do both that's what i don't get just do both like if it's you really want to go all in on it you could make those games free to play even if you didn't make those games free to play let's say you made them let's say you made nba street like 30 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever you could still do the battle pass thing and sell all the cosmetics. People would buy that. You could literally get by off the nostalgia of all of that. Imagine, and I know we've talked about this before, but like Def Jam. Like mm-hmm. imagine Def Jam partnering with all the the hip hop brands and like, yo, I could I could deck out like Future or Big Sean and like, I don't know, whatever it is. Half of these half of these rappers that you're gonna have in the uh, like they own their own apparel lines anyways. So you could use that as something to be selling to. Man, oh, listen, it sucks because like Dev Jam, I swear Dev Jam like a couple of years ago got announced that it would be coming back, and you know it's been like two years and we still haven't heard anything from Dev Jam or anything like that. And it's just like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys sleeping over there? I know they're making money off Ultimate Team packs, but like, come on, bro, come on. But you could be making more, and I know that's what y'all about is making more money. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with making money. As long as you make money and make my experience good, I will give you the money. I will give it to you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Man. It's such a shame. Bunch of dummies. Come on. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, get get it together, man. You know, we, we say this like almost every other week or something like that. Some Get it together. Get it together. Clean that shit up. Come on, facts, man. Facts. Yeah. All right, guys. But uh, but yeah, that was it. Um, you know, those are our favorite games from the uh, the two showcases. Um, like we said, tomorrow, Thursday, the, the 17th, we're going to have the uh, state of play with the Hogwarts game. So next week, we'll you know talk a little bit more about that. Um, and yeah, well, hopefully we'll have a lot more to discuss other than that just one game. Hopefully we get a couple other things announced at that showcase or you know something else in general. But 
for now, we're going to head out. Manny, I'm going to let you start it off. You know what it is. Where can the people there find you? Um, you can find me anywhere. Twitch.tv slash GoMasterFlex. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. GoMasterFlex underscore. Uh, the only difference is on Instagram is underscore TTV. And uh, yeah, stay gooping. Hey. All right, my boy. May 25th, what's going on? Uh, y'all know what it is, man. You can find me on everything at M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X. Oh, yeah, the only difference is you got to put an underscore and then two commas on uh, TikTok. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> so you want these hands? <laughs> this guy. Two commas. <laughs> oh, he was slick. All right. Well, for me, um, I'm not even going to plug all the other things. You know, if, if you want to find me, it's right down low at Black Ice 8. Just look me up. Xbox, Twitter, Twitch, all that good stuff. Um, and then for the podcast, you know, you guys can check us out at Xpack Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And then on TikTok, you can just look us up, uh, Expansion Pack Podcast, and we should be there. Thank you guys again for watching. We will check you guys out next week. Peace. Yeah.